Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 202. As always, I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it's great to be with you again. My guest today is my buddy Jordan Griffin from the band Them Evils. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the group, that's perfectly fine. They're a rather new rock band in the world, and their career has been a little bit sidetracked by what's been happening with the coronavirus. You know, as much as social media helps us connect with one another, it's not that much easier for bands to get recognized today as it were 20 years ago. And without live music, it feels often impossible to get your name out there. Them Evils had a massive year planned, but then COVID happened and they were sidetracked. The band is getting it together. They're still releasing music. They're still one of the most exciting new bands of 2020, and I'm excited to share their story with you today. But I do want to point out that the episode you're about to hear was recorded prior to the events of last week, meaning that we did not yet know about what happened with George Floyd. The protests had not started. The riots had not started. The political upheaval that we're witnessing right now was not a thing just yet, so we don't mention it here, but it is very much on all our minds. And if you have the ability to support Black Lives Matter or any of the foundations and nonprofits that are working to fix the systematic problems that we have here in the United States, please support them. I do want to tell you that this episode of Inside Music is brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading promotional distribution platform. Join Holix and get a free 30-day trial. Just visit holix.com today to sign up. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Inside Music. I don't know. I, I guess the same way. Half of the people are still doing it. Half of them aren't, you know, like no one's really social distancing anymore. And if they yeah. want to, they just kind of stay inside. But our like our beaches and our downtown areas, they're just fucking they're insane. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like when I watch online. Like it's uh, California is weirdly one of those places that becomes like a, a media hotspot in times like these where it's like, you oh, don't yeah. really get a lot of news about what's happening in the states that surround Michigan, but every night on TV, I can see what's happening in California. Yep. <laughs> well, how are you doing? Are you staying sane? Are you doing all right? Staying safe and healthy and all that jazz? Staying safe and healthy, staying sane. Um, nothing like some whiskey and some white claws won't fix and some guitar. So I've been mm. good. I got I mean, stir crazy for a little bit, but. It sounds like it worked out. How it worked out, believe me, I made it work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, I'm excited to talk to you today because it is currently the day before your new song comes out, right? Where are you going to crash tonight? Yeah. Are we we recording right now? Yeah, we've already started. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Fuck yeah. You're fine. Sorry, I can't say that. Sorry. You can say whatever you want. It's a podcast. It's the internet. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um. We actually released a uh, acoustic video for that um, on Monday, uh, just to kind of get a teaser out there. Um, it's a weird way to release music. We've never done um, an acoustic video before the actual song came out, um, but we got a really, really good response. You know, it's kind of it's getting shared on Facebook. Um, there's a lot of you views on YouTube, mm. and I think the fans are really going to dig the new direction. 
Well, I like it, man. I'm uh, writing about it for Substream Magazine in addition to doing this conversation with you. So I feel like I've been like knee deep in it for about a week or two now. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. It's awesome. No, no problem at all, man. It's, it's easy to write about things you enjoy. That's true. It's easy to write <laughs> about things that you enjoy as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Songs, whiskey, having, having fun, going on tour, sleeping in an RV every night. Well, tell me a little bit about the song, because I know that it, it's, it's a road song, which seems a little weird to be uh, hearing at a time when so many of us are not on the road, or at least shouldn't be, as I just mentioned, there's traffic outside my windows. Um, yeah. So, so tell me, like, wh- when did the song come about? When were you like, this is, the, this is the next single, this is what we have to release? Give me the whole story. So the whole story with this song was we were signed to Better Noise uh, Records. Um, and we actually, we just got dropped because we weren't really vibing with the A&R guy. They weren't feeling our new tones or new sounds or new songs. Um, so within like the last day or two, uh, we found Kevin Thrasher. Um, and he's from Escape the Fate. And this is the first time we met him. We went to his house. And he had a guy named Aaron Edwards over there. And they were like, hey, we got this song start. We're like, All right, let's check it out. So we loved it. We were like, this isn't them evils. This isn't um, what we've been used to because we're always writing classic rock uh, kind of style songs. Um, this one was very modern. So we we're like, you know what? Let's go with it. Let's try it. And halfway in, we were, we were writing the first verse and the chorus and it was just like, wow, this is really, really cool. Um, and we all kind of just collaborated on the lyrics. Um, Aaron Edwards is a really good top liner. Uh, so he, he came in with the, uh, with the line, where are you going to crash tonight? And we kind of just wrote around it. And uh, we kept the version of, uh, what's that Jet song? Are you going to be my girl? Kind of as inspiration. You know, there's yeah. just like those throwaway cheeky little lines like, are you going to be my girl? And then like, where are you going to crash tonight? You know, we kind of kept that in mind when we wrote the song. And I think it's one of, you know, the best ones that we've written. And I really enjoy it. And I think everyone else is going to love it too. Well, man, I have to agree with you. And it's, it's funny because I feel like, I feel like in 2020, people are only now starting to fully appreciate how influential Jet were. Like when they came out, I feel like they were kind of lumped in with all these other bands that didn't really stand the test of time as much. But I've heard quite a few artists as of late where I, my first thought is like, this seems like Jet inspired or Jet adjacent. Yeah. I mean, Jet is one of my all time favorite bands. And when I write songs, I definitely pull from them. Um, I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of their records, even that Get Born one, which is literally every song on there is just a banger hit smash um Mm -hmm. yeah i mean they all they did was take acdc and beatles and the who and mesh them together and just wrote really killer songs and the tones on that album it sounds like an old acdc album too um the way he sings everything is just is amazing and i think they're very underrated um i i don't know why i think it's because people think they stole from acdc um, but they kind of just sound similar and then they made it just as good. And if not better. It, yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things where you hear that first record and you're just like, how, how do you come out the gate swinging with an album like this? Like how, how do you Dude, start here? They came out swinging. It was grand slams, the whole record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I was just looking it up out of curiosity the other day, and I saw that that first album sold like two million units in the United States before streaming. Like they sold real records. Yep, that's. <laughs> I think that was probably like one of the last bands to ever sell rock records and make a killing. If they would have came out now, you know, they would just be re- releasing singles like us. No one is going to buy their, you know, whole album. But maybe they would because it's such a damn good album that people are like, you know what? I don't need to buy a single song. I'm just going to buy the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I wish they would. They went away for a, ba- a while. They're, they're kind of back now, but I hope that maybe, I guess every time we talk about touring now, it's 2021. So I hope maybe in 2021 or so, Jack, Jack gets it together and gives us like a 20, 20 year, 20 almost 20 year tour for get born at least like let's let's do it one more time yes yeah they actually came back and played a few shows in japan and australia i think yeah. um and they were all sold out so i mean i hope they come back as i would love to tour <laughs> with those guys <laughs> there we go let's, that in there. <laughs> let's plant the seed right now like jet returns yeah. them evil is on there it's, it's just a rocking good time that's true <laughs> well, man, I, what, I, what I appreciate about your guys' story is you, you hit this point where like, you part ways with Better Noise, who obviously isn't a label that a lot of people recognize. They work with a lot of big rock bands. And it seems like you guys kind of did like that post-breakup glow-up thing where it was like, you might not want me, but I'm going to come back better than ever. And you, hit the, you just like hit the ground running as soon as you're in this predicament, where a lot of artists, it seems, might not have that gumption to be like, we got to keep going. It might have taken that blow and knocked them down a few picks. Yeah, I mean, we have a story, you know, we've been through it all. Um, Mm -hmm. We have things to write about, we have things to say, you know, we don't all live with our parents and just get, you know, silver spoons fed up our ass. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a story, we have, you know, things to say, and this is all we want to do. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to sit in a cubicle. I don't want to start a computer screen um, unless I'm like, you know, making demos or producing a song. Um, I don't want to sell cars. I want to mm-hmm. play rock and roll, be on, be in an RV tour with my best buds and play in front of people and inspire people every night. Um, that's what I've always wanted to do. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, a few bumps in the road, that's going to happen, whether it's, you know, someone dying, um, band members not getting along, getting dropped from your record, having no money. Um, mm-hmm. You always find a way to make it work. And we always have. And we've never really had that um we never wanted to give up we never will i don't think um so yeah mm-hmm. yeah no mm-hmm. giving up keep on rocking <laughs> that's what I, that's what i love to hear man well let me ask you this because you know i kind of touched on this a second ago that it is it must be a weird time to be promoting what is essentially a road song at a time when people aren't when you aren't touring you aren't out there playing so for you as an artist like what has this promotion process been like in the age of coronavirus versus you know two years ago when you're promoting your last release and you could be on the road you could be in front of people every night you're you're getting that face-to-face engagement like what's it been like trying to promote this song right now I think it's been it's been great. Um, everyone's on their phone right now. Everyone's on Facebook. Everyone's on YouTube. Everyone's listening to podcasts um, mm-hmm. and is on Spotify listening to music. So I think we've gotten a better interaction uh, social media wise with that stuff because more people are able to pay attention now um, and they don't really have a choice. Um, and then we're doing things like live streaming shows we've done um, in LA and we've just done like acoustic video stuff. So I think it's working. I, c- I can't complain about it. Um, 
and social media is kind of like the new wave of promotion and it's free. So we're doing it all on our own. And, um, well, of course we have Ed Bunker, our PR guy, he's doing all like the magazine stuff and the interview stuff. Um, but when it comes to our social medias, I think we've been having a pretty good engagement ratio mm. and, you know, people don't have a choice, but to see what we're doing. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There, everyone is on their phones more. I There's no notification I dread more than my weekly Twitter usage update notification. Yep. <clears throat> where, where it tells you I mean, you've been I'm, on your phone for like seven hours a day. Yeah, I don't even like social media. I don't do that part of the band. That's Jake. Mm-hmm. But ever since this quarantine happened, I've been on social media more than I have my entire life combined in this mm-hmm. last month. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure everyone else on the planet is on the same page. <laughs> and I've even been discovering like more music and listening to newer things and getting out of my like little box of rock and roll. Mm. That's a, that's a good point. What, what has been your quarantine anthem as of late? Like, what are you listening to on repeat? Um, a lot of our mixes, um, <laughs> but music wise, uh, what was I listening to? I, I've been listening to Enema by Tool. And then I have, Kings of Leon, uh, Only by the Night, in my car when I jam. And then I, my favorite band's Alice in Chains, so I always listen to Face, face Lift and Dirt. Um, mm. A lot of Doors and a lot of Tom Petty, actually. Nothing wrong with any say, of those suggestions. Yeah, I wouldn't say I have one specific anthem. Mm. No, I get it, man. It's, but it is weird because you, you kind of fall into the things that are like your comfort listening and then that leads you to new stuff that you haven't thought of, but it's still kind of in that pocket. But I love that you mentioned the uh, Kings of Leon record because that's one I also have been revisiting lately. That's another example like that Jet record where you're just like, how do you just stack this many bangers on top of each other? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Closer and Crawl, those are my two favorite songs. And then uh, yeah. what's the last song? Be Somebody? Is it Be Oh, no. It's, no, it's is it Cold, Cold Desert? It's Cold Desert is last. Yes. You know what is a really, really excellent album is mm. Band of Schools, The Darling Face, Honey One. Oh, hell yeah. With Absolutely. Light in the Morning. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite records of all time. Oh, I love it. See, and I think that anyone listening to this, that is, you guys don't necessarily sound like any of those bands specifically, but if you hear your things that you're listening to and people are like, hell yeah, I love those records, then this, them evil single right up their alley. You're, you're putting yeah. a picture here. You're drawing them in. Yes, like if you mean. like all those bands, you're going to love them evils. <laughs> well, so the single drops this Friday, tomorrow, May 29th. What comes next for them evils? Um, hopefully we replan our tour. We get that scheduled. And then you're just going to hear a lot more singles. Um, mm. We're just going to be kind of out there doing our own thing. Uh, get the ball rolling again. Um, mm a lot more live acoustic videos um, and more interaction on social media. So we're just going to be releasing content and yeah, just keeping that ball rolling. Now I want to talk to you about that real quick, your release style, because you guys are a band that's really utilizing the singles approach to promoting music. Was that, at what point did you realize like that was the future for you? Um, Well, we're not, an established you know hit making band um Mm -hmm. and we don't really have the money or the i mean we have money but we just don't have the record label money to create a whole album um 
And I think just releasing singles keeps people entertained more. It keeps their, their attention span going. Um, because if we released everything at once, they would get tired of us. They would just listen to that record a few times, you know, put it on to the side and listen to someone new. Whereas if we approach it by releasing something every month or every few weeks, we're keeping, we're keeping them on the line. We're keeping them drawn in. And so they have no other choice but to listen to our new single or the previous ones when they're on our you know, Spotify page or Apple Music page. So they're going to hear all the bangers um, mm -hmm. when the new one comes out instead of just putting the album to the side. I think that that's genius. And I think that that's the way to do it. I've been trying to uh, urge more artists to fall into that pattern just because, and I'm somebody that loves albums, but I think especially for, your, for artists that don't have a giant established following, you can easily give people too much content at once and then you just kind of like blow the rollout. Exactly. I, I think that you should release like maybe seven, eight singles, maybe mm -hmm. not do a whole LP, but as soon as those singles are released, release a vinyl mm -hmm. at the end, you know, because no one's buying CDs, no one's really purchasing the whole album. So when we yeah. go on tour, we have that vinyl to sell and we could sell it to like $40, $50. And that could be the, the music listening experience once they've heard all the songs on Spotify, you know? I love that. I've been, uh, one of the bands I've been listening to a lot lately is Mount Joy, and they've been putting out singles every week or every other week since January. And the album finally comes out this week or next week. And I feel yeah. like, and I'm constantly like, oh my God, there's another new song. And it took me even a while to be like, oh, we're building an album here. I was just like, dang, this band just keeps releasing singles. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that keeps me engaged. Plus, you know, those algorithms, they want to show you the newest thing from the artist that you're listening to. So in your case, somebody listens to, you know, the new song this week and you choose to release another song in a month, it's going to show them that new song. Whereas you put a whole album out, they're still only going to show them one song off that record. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a genius idea. Um it's definitely the new approach and it's working because these algorithms are just so stupid and bogus. You know, people aren't listening what to what they want to listen to. People are listening yeah. to what Spotify's telling them to listen to and it's all about algorithms and it's just mm -hmm. a mind game and it's just so dumb, but that's <laughs> the way the business is right now, so you got to play exactly. the game. No, you're absolutely right, man. Well, I want to wrap this up quickly, but I want to ask you this before we go. For anyone that is still on the fence, hasn't heard Them Evils before, but they, they're curious about this new song, you're on the show, they're listening now. Give me like, give me like your quick pitch of like why somebody should check out this track. Um, well, if you like balls out rock and roll, and if your life's boring and you're looking for something new and exciting, then Them Evils is it. Um, it's about a three and a half minute banger. It's full of guitar riffs. It's got a great solo, good vocal melodies. And if you're just sitting on your couch from the quarantine, uh, blues, you're going to put it on and you're going to fucking feel like you're alive again and you're going to have a blast. And I hope everyone's going to have a good time listening to it just as I do. Um, cause I listen to it a lot and I still love the song. So if it does that for me, I think everyone's going to enjoy it absolutely man and i i back everything you just said it is it is an ass kicker of a song and it sets That's you guys right. up for a, a big return i'm i'm you know when everything started to close down i was mostly concerned about all the shows from the big bands that i had tickets to but as it's gone on i'm now hungering more for the small crowds because that feels more like just grounded and like that's what i want and i want to go back to like tight intimate rock shows and so i'm excited yeah. to see you guys get back out there on the road and rock these songs Hell yeah. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much for having me today. No problem. You have a wonderful time, man. I'll talk to you again soon. Hopefully. All right. You as well, brother. See you soon.